When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Minnesota sports fans, we know all too well how it feels to sign up for a lifetime of purple pain. Welcome to Before We Die with Jesse and Thor on Purple Daily and Score North. Good evening, everybody. This is Purple Daily's Before We Die on Score North. I'm Jesse Pierce getting ready to go to a Minnesota Wild hockey game, going to woo Connor McDavid to come here, be a part of the Minnesota Wild because, oh my goodness, you guys, McDavid and Kaprizov, amazing. But you know what? Forget hockey for a minute. Again, I'm all on the Vikings train. This is my thing. This is my jam. I love it. I'm also here just to rattle Thor a little bit by bringing some knowledge, bringing some hot takes. Some might say that's selfish of me, kind of like Kyler Murray selfish. I don't know. Some might suggest it's a little selfish, but here we are, Thor. He's been a purple passioner for quite some time, his whole life pretty much. He's bringing the positivity. Uh, Are you going to be able to bring some positivity today, Thor? I'm going to try. Absolutely. We're going to bring some. That's good. And uh, Ross over here produces this darn thing. We love to have him. Uh, Ross, you are a Minnesota Vikings fan. Why and how has this year been extra special and different? Well, I'm a Vikings fan because typically the pain of being a Vikings fan lets me know that I'm still alive. However, there's been very little pain this year, which makes me oh so happy. And a few housekeeping items right off the bat on this edition of Before We Die. Jesse... Is it already time? Sorry for all the bells ringing here in the background. Is it already time for an obligatory fantasy football mention? I did. Obligatory fantasy football mention. Also, right out of the gate, I was at a work event last night, ran into a gentleman named Caleb, big fan of Purple Daily and Before We Die. So hello, Caleb. Thank you for your support. Shout out to Caleb. Uh, Shout out to Patrick Peterson calling out my fantasy quarterback, Kyler Murray. Calling Obligatory fantasy football mention calling him quote unquote selfish i find that to be false because he has not been selfish in getting me any points hardly at all this fantasy football season it's obligatory fantasy football mention let's just hit that for 30 minutes it's just it's been a detriment to my entire team it's i've lost confidence i've lost confidence in him i wish he would study more i don't know what to say about it guys do you have any comments on the quote unquote drama between Patrick Peterson and Kyler Murray. As it P- Peterson played with them for a couple years, and yeah. he's a vet. I, I'm going to trust his word over someone who's never met the guy before. You have to. Is it bad that I didn't really know about the drama till I'm not joking, about 10 minutes before we recorded when I happened to see a story <laughs> on it? I live for some of that drama. It's like, 
real housewives of the NFL. I mean, it's kind of fun once in I a mean, while. Just let's be honest. It. The NFL is a reality TV show for the most part. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Let's talk some NFL. Let's talk some Minnesota sure. Vikings who are going up against the New York Jets. Laughable. We shouldn't laugh, but I'm going to laugh a little bit. Always respect your opponent. Just have very minimal respect for the New York Jets right now. Jets are going to Jets. Um, guys, how are we feeling about the game? It sounds like Christian Derrissaw still not likely to return just yet. But on the positive injury news, it looks like we might get a return in Caleb Evans, uh, Caleb Evans excuse me, and Delvin Tomlinson. Uh, so that's going to be great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I feel pretty decent about this matchup, honestly. And and the defense, like you mentioned, they're getting close to 100 percent again. Only Dantzler, I think, is going to be out for this game. Well, most teams got a guy out. The Darisov, it seems like he's going to be out as, as well for the offense. But this is not for the the Vikings tackles. This is not as hard of a matchup as a couple of the past ones because the the Jets do not have as good of edge rushers as, for instance, the Patriots with Judon or the Cowboys with Parsons and, and company or whatever, where the, where the Jets, their strength, it's on the interior defensive line. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit because that's something that, that could potentially give the Vikings a little bit of trouble. But I think overall the Vikings match up pretty well here. And I think Mike White, who was riding high after ripping up 10 backups that were playing for the Bears last week, I think he's going to get a bit of a reality check this weekend. You know, obviously, the one thing you're going to have to look out with the New York Jets, mostly our boy Justin Jefferson, uh, will be Sauce Gardner. Uh, first of all, fantastic name. Can we just great name cross great that name. out? As yeah, so good, so good. Obviously, Vikings fans loved it, but uh, how is uh, Jefferson going to match up with with Gardner there? Do you think uh, it's going to be a tough one for him? Gardner is very good. He's one of the best cornerback prospects that's come into the league over the last decade. I still can't believe that the Texans took Derek Stingley over him. I was doing a live video hit and someone asked me about that like two days before the draft. And I literally started laughing because it was the most Texans thing of all time. But uh, Sauce Gardner is very, very good. Um, he's long. He's strong. He gets his hands on you and he rides you downfield. Um, but Justin Jefferson's got some tricks up his sleeve. And Justin Jefferson gets his release against anybody this is going to be one of the trickiest matchups for Mr. Sauce Gardner that he has had in his career. Probably the most tricky one. And it's, it's a big test for him. But no, he ain't going to clamp down Justin Jefferson. No cornerback in the NFL can do that without help. Well, and I'll be honest here, as the uh, little teaser at the bottom says, our lower third graphic inside ball talk. I'm still trying to figure out, are the Jets contenders or pretenders in the context of being a playoff team? Okay. And... I'll be honest right away. I don't really care, you know, the Sauce Gardner, Justin Jefferson thing. That's really cool. I'm more interested to see, to Thor's point, the Jets. Uh, look, Mike White has had some great starts for the Jets. It's it's only been a handful. He's not going to throw for three to 400 yards every game and make a mockery of the NFL. That's not going to happen. There's a reason why he's been on and off rosters and not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, are the Vikings the defense to make him look bad, befuddled, and perplexed? I don't know. But I also know if the U.S. Bank Stadium crowd brings it and the Vikings get off to a hot start, could make for a potentially long day for Mr. Mike White. Again, it's not even Zach Wilson, their prized quarterback. They, they've benched him for obvious reasons, and I guess he might not be their prized starting quarterback anymore if they're willing to bench him and <laughs> the things that he said and doesn't really take or ownership or acknowledge any of his wrongdoings at this point. Yeah. It's just, this has to be the week the Vikings win a game by more than one score. It just has to be. This is the matchup. 
Let's I do it, boys. Skull, baby. Skull. Let's go. Let's go. The other name let's I do skull. want. Let's go. Skull. This is it, right, Thor? This is the this game. Is it. This, this is the game. game. We're gonna wipe. We're gonna wipe the floor with the Jets. This is the game right here. This is the game right here. Let's do it. I believe in you. But by the way, I'm gonna list the names to you of every Bear defender that played last week that had more than two tackles: Jack Sanborn, DeAndre Houston Carson, Nicholas Morrow, Jalen Johnson, Elijah Hicks, Justin Jones, Mike Pinnell Jr., Kendall Vidor. Armand Armand Watts, our buddy Eddie Jackson, who's actually good. Old friend alert. Matthew Adams. Those are the defenders that were on the field for the Bears. People listening probably know two of those names. I mean, like, he ripped up the crappiest of defenses and at the backups of the crappiest of defenses. Not concerned about Mike White whatsoever. Are you concerned at all about Garrett Wilson? Through his first 11 games, has caught 49 passes for 628 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, fairly modest numbers uh, and obviously a lot of those catches coming from Zach Wilson. But uh, two touchdowns last week's win over Chicago. He's probably their biggest offensive threat, I would say, uh, coming into this week, eh? Oh, I like the Canadian drop of A right there. You've been doing a lot of Canadian radio hits, haven't you? It's so many Canadian radio hits, (laughs) I can't even explain. He's the one guy that you're concerned about on that team. You're not concerned about Mike White, who's been in the NFL for so long, and we, you know, he hasn't done anything until he got to play the Bears' backups on defense. Then their their running back room is shot. Obviously, Brees Hall was awesome. You, of course, you know Brees Hall pretty Brees well. Brees Hall, where do you go to? Where do you go to college? Uh, he 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 didn't he Where'd didn't he go? go here. He went to he went he went across yeah. the state from mm-hmm. from from there. Uh, but he's out for the season. And then they had traded for James Robinson and something weird. They inactivated James Robinson last week. I'm not actually really sure why. And now they're playing this undrafted free agent, Bam Knight from uh, NC State. So we're not afraid of their run game either. It's literally just the the receivers and, and primarily Garrett Wilson. He's, he's going to be a test. Um, I, I would expect the Vikings not to trail him with one guy because I, I think they're going to do the thing with the – you have the one corner on the one side and the other guy on the other side, you know, and, and just keep it that way. But – um, Garrett Wilson assuredly is going to see some of Peterson. He's assuredly going to see some of Evans if, if Evans ends up playing. And um, maybe they even give him some snaps in the slot. And he might see some Sullivan as well. But uh, he, he's the guy for the Vikings fans to, that, that we're concerned about for sure. All right. Let's enough of the Jets. Again, the concern, very minimal for them coming in. I want to go back to our boy, Justin Jefferson. For the second time, NFC Offensive Player of the Month for the month of November. 29 catches, 480 yards, three touchdowns through four games. November seems to be his bread and butter as well. Every year he seems to perform exceptionally well. Um, And and he also has more Pro Bowl votes than any other as of Monday, over 90,000 votes. Um, I mean, guys, what else? Again, I think we say it every week, and I do believe it, like, Right when we think we've probably peaked at Justin Jefferson, like all the, oh, he's doing great, he's doing this, he just continues to amass impressive numbers, impressive looks, and uh, it's even more fantastic to see the NFL taking note as well. Yeah, it's 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 justified, um, and it's well-deserved. And obviously he's going to be there, and the, the fans are going to vote him in. And we've been saying this since the preseason. He's the best wide receiver in football. Nobody draws the attention that Justin Jefferson does. Nobody has the catches that he does. You know, And, and the production is the one thing, but just, just look at the attention the opposing defenses give him week in and week out. That's the opposing defensive coordinators telling you this is the guy who is the best. Mm-hmm. Do we need a drop for obligatory Justin Jefferson praise? Maybe <laughs> we we may 
We may need that. Yeah, Jesse, it's kind of funny that maybe poetic when you ask that question, you know, what else can we say? There was yeah. kind of a pause. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, there's he, nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, the numbers back it up, right? I, I mean, you can always say, well, that's inflated because of this or that's inflated because of this. Well, not with this guy. You know, people are actively scheming to slow him down and stop him. And they're saying, stop him. That's how you stop the Minnesota Vikings. And they can't do it. Yeah, I Honestly, I don't know what more you can say other than I probably need to work on a sounder that says obligatory Justin Jefferson praise. Very true. I mean, why not? Toss it in there. I'm done talking about my crappy fantasy football team. I'm sorry, guys. I, am. Uh, I, re- I really I really wish I was ready for that. <laughs> I figured you might. Obligatory fantasy football mention. Crap. Uh, You guys don't know how many screens I have to toggle through over here, okay? We can't all be. There's a reason why Declan, you know, puts the chin strap up and goes out onto the field, and I just hold the clipboard. It's true. (laughs) I like making you work, making you work for it. Uh, Speaking of the Pro Bowl, first off, do we care? Second off, I'm going to say TJ Hawkinson, uh, my Iowa Stater, Kenny Nwangu, long snapper Andrew DePaulo, and special teamers Chris Boyd also in some solid contention, garnering quite a few votes. But do we care about the Pro Bowl? NFL trying something new this year. We'll see how it goes. I'm starting to care more about the Chris Boyd campaign. You know, Chris <laughs> Chris Boyd's been trying to rally Twitter to vote for him, and it appears that it's working. He yeah. was bribing people at the start of the thing, like, if you vote for me, I'll send you a signed jersey and stuff like that. Then people got on his bandwagon. He Chris, He's become like a meme stock, this, this Chris is- Boyd. This is the same Chris Boyd who called all of you fans not very nice things at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of the year, if we might recall. So just well, here, putting that out there. Here's what I'll say, uh, fans. Let's do Chris Boyd a solid and let's let's help him out. So instead of him saying STFU, maybe he's just saying thank you. So let's all <laughs> vote for Chris Boyd to go to these Pro Bowl games, which, which guys, I'll be honest. I'm actually the nerd that kind of enjoyed watching the Pro Bowl when it was AFC, NFC. And for yeah. the one year, remember about 10 years ago, Thor, maybe it was less than that. And Jesse, they threatened the players and said, look, if you guys don't take this seriously, the Pro Bowl is going to go away. And they actually tackled and had some light hitting for that mm-hmm. year. And you go, okay, this is watchable. Then they immediately reverted back to <laughs> nobody tackles. It's two hand touch. They, they literally get near a running back and they stop. I despise that, so maybe I'll like these Pro Bowl games. But the issue here is this isn't like the other sports. You, know, you can't yeah. stop the season in the middle, take two weeks off, and play a game. It's a violent game. You really can't have an all-star exhibition without the violence. You know, Baseball, mm-hmm. you can get away with it. Hockey, you can have a semblance of the game. It's, it's a semblance. I'm not going to say it's the same, Jesse, but it's a semblance of the game. And basketball the way the nba is trending right now i think there's actually regular season games that are more high scoring than the nba all-star game Mm. but for football it's you really probably can't play the game in any meaningful function so i guess i'm mildly intrigued to see what the pro bowl games look like i guess but we've probably already spent too much time on it. i'm never in on like the games of any of the all-star elaborations right like i don't like the hockey all-star game i i like the skills competition 
that to me is just the best. And that's across even baseball, even basketball. Like I love the skills. I think that's so much fun to watch. And that's basically what this is going to be, right? I haven't put a lot of work into what this is going to be. I'll be honest about it, but essentially that's what this is. It's It's like a week long competition for, yeah, to highlight each. So it does. That's, that's what I would assimilate it to would be more of a skills competition. So I'm excited for that because yeah, like you mentioned, it's, any sport you can't do that because hockey does the same thing they take a break in the middle of the season and it's like well you don't nobody wants to get hurt right now so you're not going to go you're not going to perform your best it's just a throwaway game like it does it seems silly maybe all sports should just adopt a skills competition or you know what maybe throw out some of these fans and have them go against their idols and see what happens right or maybe some members of the media you know Walk the walk, talk the talk. Oh, you know, that's can you, no, let's not, yeah, no, let's not do yeah, that. Let's do can it. you imagine There's if Chris, lots of injuries and lawsuits? Can you imagine <laughs> if before we die, super fan Chris Boyd got a chance to hit me on a field? Or Judd. God, can you imagine just Judd out there? So good. Judd, Judd playing like the slot receiver and catching a slant over the middle and just getting laid out. There are times in the post-game press conferences with Dean Evson that I think Dean Evson wants to smoke Judd just right in the jaw, just like pop it. him right it. there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Thor, are you excited? What I interrupted you on purpose, but are you excited about the Pro Bowl? Oh, well, no, I'm just excited for Chris Boyd to be running around full speed like a bat out of hell when everyone else is treating it like a walkthrough. Chris Boyd's getting someone in. There was that one all-star game back in the day where, like, wasn't it Pete Rose that, like, went full speed into home plate and plowed over the catcher, and he, like, broke his ankle? I'm pretty sure. I I, I could be totally misremembering this, but that's what I want to see from Boyd. I'd have to find the contract and figure it out, but something tells me that Chris Boyd might have a Pro Bowl incentive in his contract. And they're just Ah, there. There might be one. How many jerseys does the guy send out? He's got like 100,000 votes. Has he signed 100,000 jerseys? I don't know what's going on. I would like some sort of incentive like that in my contract. Yeah, Chris, we'll we'll push for you if you send us stuff to put up, you know, in the back of our thing, you know. I could use it. I could use it. Also, is Chris Boyd making enough money to send 100,000 jerseys? (laughs) Maybe they just give them to you for free. Who knows? Can you just ask them? There was, I have seen, again, going back to hockey, apologize, guys. I have seen players in the hockey lodge buying their jersey because I remember. My brother. You had to buy in the hockey lodge for like the $200 markup? He joking. My brother was like, oh, you're buying your own jersey, huh? And the player, I will not name him, was like, it's for charity, you jackass. (laughs) 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 Also, remember when Dalvin Cook prior to this year it was before last season. He was going to change his jersey number until he was told he had to buy out all the remaining inventory oh, yeah. of his old oh, number. Yeah. And he's like, and second thought, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Love Perfect. It. Love, love, love it. Well, guys, if your Minnesota Vikings beat the New York Jets this weekend and Jacksonville beats or ties the Detroit Lions, the Vikings will clinch the NFC North. That will be just the fourth time since divisional realignment in 2002 that a team has clinched a division with five weeks left. Um, what does that mean to you guys? Again, we've talked about it. We talked about the health issue, you know, but they'd still be to figure out how to leapfrog two games in order to get that number one spot. So even if you clinch, how much do you still go full throttle? What does that look like? Does clinching matter this week matter to you guys? It, it warms my heart how irrelevant the Packers are. <laughs> I just want to get that out of the way first. <laughs> my second comment is, yeah, you got to keep going, right? Because you got to lock in the two. You, you have to lock yourself into the two seed while still the number one seed is still in play, right? Because the Eagles have the one loss. And the Eagles, 
man, they've been playing with fire over the last month. There's a couple yeah. of times where they almost got, you know, got, got bit. So if, if they lose a game, all of a sudden the thing could be tied. So yeah, Vikings got to keep going with it. But you know, once you get to the week, uh, is it 18 now or they, they screwed all my numbers up by adding the game. 18. But when, yeah. When you get to the last one, if you're locked into that, that two slot, that's when you, you know, you toggle it back, start playing the backups in that one. But till then, Full systems go, full throttle. Yeah, clinching matters only in the sense that you know you're guaranteed at least your one home playoff game, Mm -hmm. and you know that anybody in your own division who makes the playoffs, which nobody is, they're going on the road the entire time. I agree with Thor 100%. You can't dial anything back until you know you can't go up any higher or you can't fall any lower. And again, I'll continue to say there's still a fair amount that can happen, but logic would tell you more than likely the Vikings are going to be the number two seed, but you got to keep putting in the work to make that happen. And the first step is this week when they win by double digits or more over the New York Jets. That's right. That sounds like a hot take there that they're going to win by double digits. Speaking of hot takes, gentlemen, let's hear some Minnesota Vikings hot takes. I want your hottest takes. Uh, Viewers would love for you to drop your hot takes in the comments below. Want to see what you think. They don't have to be that crazy because it's hard. When they're this good, it's hard to pick something completely out of the box, right? Like you could say Justin Jefferson's going to win the offensive player for a third time. Time. maybe that's your hot take that was going to be my hot take guys but it's not anymore i have since changed paths so feel free to use that thor if you don't have one uh <laughs> my hot take you guys the minnesota vikings will for a kicker uh before playoffs begin i have names too guys i have names you want to hear the names please uh, i i do yep Austin Siebert, yes, he didn't do very well at U.S. Bank Stadium this year with the Lions, but he has made all 25 extra points in the last 13 games that he's played in the NFL. I like that. I like like it, right? Nick Seba, Wake Forest legend, set all these records uh, in the NCAA, was able to get into one game with the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Philadelphia Eagles. He also made three kick attempts, including one that was about 52 yards, as well as the extra points. I need a kicker that can make extra points. Is there a way that we can like Jimmy this where it's like, fine, you know what, Greg, you can go out and and kick these, these longer ones. That's fine. And make those, we need somebody just to come in and get the extra, like a, like a base runner, right? Like I need an extra point kicker type of thing. Is that a, can we also adopt that? Yeah, the, the only issue with the with the deadline being passed is you're gonna have to sign a street free agent, right? So it's just yeah, like these guys, you know. I mean, what? Guys. Yeah, yeah. So well, you you did the scouting. So if those guys, if they're gonna, they're the upgrade. Let's do it. I'm yeah. co-signed. The yeah. only thing that scares me is typically anybody who's been with the Cleveland Browns, and I believe Greg Joseph was also with the Cleveland Browns at one point, tends to have issues putting the ball through the uprights. But then again, uh, Jesse, to uh, kind of what we've talked about numerous times, almost any one of these kickers that's available has issues. So it, it is it is kind of you know luck of the draw, a bit of a crapshoot. But I, I love this take because at some point, at some point, and maybe as we've talked about, the point will be, if Greg Joseph ever cost them a game, but at some point that's when the Vikings are going to look around and say, we can't have this anymore. But I also said that my gift in our most recent podcast, my gift from the Vikings was going to be that uh, we would not miss any extra points in all of December. So I'm going to try and remain positive, but I, I do like where your head's at there, Pierce. I'm filling in for you. I'm, I'm bringing that, uh, that negativity to Greg. Specialist. Special assistant to the special teams whisperer? Yes, yes. adopt it. 
Thor, what do you got? Uh, mine would be, it's something that I've talked about before, and they were starting to go this way, and then they've gone the other direction now, so I, I have to reaffirm. I want that 60-40 Delvin-Madison split back. When, whenever Madison's on the field, he's acquitting himself well, and I think it's fair to say that Delvin has lost the step. Like, he has begun the decline phase of his career. And we have seen in the games where they have used that 60-40 split, you get the best of Delvin. And and obviously, you're getting the best reps of Madison as well. I just think that makes the team better. And it also improves the odds for Delvin, his viability, when you're getting into January and, and beyond football. So do that, please. I'll give you two mine, and then I want your feedback. Because I think mine could be perceived as harsh, but it's also holding this team to the high expectations that they have set for themselves. My Vikings hot take. Anything less than an NFC championship game appearance at this point would be a disappointment. And here's the reason for that. I'll lay out the case. You're currently the number two seed, which logically tells you you're at least the second best team in the NFC. To get to the NFC championship game, if you stay at the number two seed, where are you playing those two games? At U.S. Bank Stadium, a place you historically win at an incredibly high rate. One of those games is going to be against a team that is probably right at 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and seven. Maybe the commies. Heck, could even be Man Campbell's Detroit Lions if they keep going at this pace, which they're not. But I'm just using them to illustrate a point. You're going to get a favorable matchup more than likely in that first game. It would just be for the buy-in factor that the state seems to be taking on right now, getting behind this squad like they always do. It's a Vikings town. You know, whether they're 3-14 and 14 or 14-3, and three, it's a Vikings town. But it's different when they're winning at the clip that they're winning at right now. It would be a disappointment not to at least appear in the NFC Championship game. Fair or not? Fair. Agreed. Do they I have to win it? Do they have to win it? No, no, I think not for the season to be considered a disappointment. I, I wouldn't say. I, w- I would agree because for so long, and again, this was applicable mostly to the Minnesota Wild, but I would put it on any Minnesota sports team. We set the bar so darn low for all of these teams. Like for years for the Wild, it was like, let's just get to the playoffs. Let's just get to the playoffs. Why do we not want to get to the Stanley Cup? Why do we yeah. not say we want to do this? Like we need Preach. to, and I get it because we're hurt. We are yes, hurt and we're scared exactly and we're terrified. Yeah. However, this Vikings team is different. It's okay to say that now. It's okay to recognize that. They are at 9 and 2 in doing so as Ross mentioned very well. Again, it's gets a little dicey there. Haven't I would like a big win this week this weekend just to reconfirm, but it's not silly to set that bar and say this is what you guys need to achieve because they are capable of getting there for all the reasons that Ross brought up and because that's what they want. This is what Quincy yes. envisioned, a competitive rebuild, right? This is exactly what that is. And so his goal and their goal should be minimum the NFC championship. That should be the minimum. And obviously the max is you want to party with the Lombardi. So yes, I say let's vocalizing it. I'm sweating a little bit guys, because even <laughs> to say it out loud, but I am like, I agree. It needs, it's, it needs to happen. Jesse, your point is fantastic because we've talked about it on this pod before. Don't be afraid to say that this team could make it to a Super Bowl, perhaps maybe should make it to a Super Bowl or needs to get to the NFC championship. Or if they don't, the season's pretty disappointing, at least at this point. At the beginning of the year, I don't know if I would have said that. But when you're 9-2 and two after playing 11 games, yeah, I think you kind of need to get to the NFC championship game. But don't forget, 
KOC and Quasi are here because the Wilfs didn't want to punt and go the I'm I'm escaping on um Thor help me out Chicago Bears GM guy. Oh, Pace, Ryan Pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the Vikings did not want to go the Ryan Pace route. They did not want to tear it down to build it back up. Yep. They said no, we want to be competitive right now and we think we're in win now mode. That's why these guys are here. So the goal shouldn't be, oh, just be a cute little two seed that maybe beats somebody in the wild card round and then gets dispatched of in the divisional round. No, these guys are here because they're supposed to win now with what's on the roster. So do it. Get to the NFC Championship game. Uh, I'd actually like you to win it, but I'm not even calling for that here. I'm just saying it would be disappointing if you don't at least get there. That is my hot take. Hot takes. Hot takes. Speaking of hot takes, let's go to Thor's Hammers. Yes. Uh, Love me some Thor's Hammers. Thor's Hammers. Just to recap, uh, Jesse is winning Thor's Hammers. No, we don't. We don't need to recap. Yep. Oh, there this it is. Wait, I, 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 no, I, yeah. I was just going to go right into the categories. Yeah, um, no, I know you were. Let's just remind the people. I, I do want to let everybody know, and I'll show this one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you don't need to. I, I'm here to help you guys along. Nobody should take anything that I say seriously, especially looking at that 360 winning percentage. <laughs> so just, okay. when I talk, just don't listen. Hmm. Jesse's been dominating all year in Thor's Hammer. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see upsetting. if she can. Yeah, every single week. Well, but we'll, we'll see if she can continue. Okay. So we're going to begin with Justin Jefferson, who we talked about on this episode plenty and all the other ones. Justin Jefferson over under 84.5 receiving yards against the Jets and Mr. Sauce Gardner. Jesse, we'll begin with you. Over. Oh, quick one. Okay. Ross? So unbeknownst to you guys, I was watching a Seinfeld episode last night <laughs> at random. And it Before was. Before or the- after Dateline? Uh, it was actually after Price is Right on the Roku channel. And uh, the episode that I was watching was where George realizes if every instinct he has is wrong, then the opposite has oh, to be yeah. right. Classic. Okay. So I'm going to deploy that here. I need to be chasing Jesse. <laughs> but I can't really chase Jesse by stealing what she says. The only way to chase Jesse this late in the game is to do the exact opposite of what Jesse says, whether I believe it or not. Mm, So I I don't believe for one second Justin Jefferson is going less than 84 yards. But I will say, yes, he will go less than 84 (laughs) yards because I'm chasing Jesse. And at this point, I don't care how bad the win percentage is. I got to make some strategic changes here so i'm gonna do the opposite of jesse every time today i i gave myself a pep talk too with regards to this and with me it's the thing of you got to keep the blinders on you know we we're just looking ahead of us we can't be concerned about what jesse's doing over there and the taunting that she's given us <laughs> easy to so. say when you're uh i mean you're not technically in the middle i mean you are in the middle thor but you're Ellie only the a few head ahead of me the crown, boys. It, it's you and me are, are close so that jesse's way above us i feel like we're in the same neighborhood that at could this, be applicable to so many things guys but let's at, be let's be honest you at know at this point thor though i you even though I technically, to get to Jesse, I need to pass you. Yeah. I mean, we're basically in the same spot, so I'm attacking Jesse. Yeah, okay. I, well, yes, that's the correct take. I'm. I, I'm. I'm going to go over on that one though. On the on the Jefferson. The next one, Delvin Cook rushing yards. Uh, I was kind of surprised by this number. It's only sixty nine and a half. Jesse over or under. Nice. Under. <laughs> under. Okay. Oh, I'll take the over. Great. There you go. Throwing yeah. you a bone, Ross. 
I'm going to fade Jesse, too, and go over on that one. <laughs> We're coming okay. for you, Pierce. Whatever, this, peasants. This, this, this one, I wanted to do one of the opponent ones, and I thought this one was kind of fun, because all the Jets, if you listen to the Jets podcast or the Jets radio like this week, they're all going nuts about, oh, Mike White. Mike White threw for 325 yards on 12 yards per completion and all this different stuff. They don't add any of the other context, but then they naturally extrapolate it to, he's about to rip up the Vikings, and the Jets are about to go in there and, and take care of the Vikings pretty easily. Mike White passing yards has been set at 241 and a half. Jesse over or under? Under. God. Dang it. <laughs> I'll begrudgingly take the over. <laughs> I'm going under. Ed Donatel, you got to show up for us. And you shut down Mike White. Um, uh, last two here. Vikings are only minus three at home against the Jets on Sunday. Jesse, who you got? I'll take the Vikings. Okay. Uh-oh, Ross. Now, now you got a tough one. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to deviate once here because I think I have to based off of what I've said. So, yeah, the Vikings are going to cover that easily. Yeah. Vikings are definitely covering. This is the double-digit win, Ross. This is the one. And then the last one of the day, over-under, we always end with over-under for the Vikings-Jets game, 44-and-a-half. Jesse, over-under? Over. Okay. I want to see, go... like, them go Dallas Cowboys on the Jets. I swear. I think that's that's feasible. I love I'm going to go, so... go under, and I actually believe in this one. So thank you for taking the over. You're welcome. I'm going to go under as well, mostly spurred on by the Jets getting very little points, I think is where I'm seeing this one. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Man. You want to do some I'll... comments from YouTube? Let's do it. Let's knock them out. Okay, well, maybe I'll get my buttons right over here. Here we go. Comments from YouTube. I got a few for you today. They're pretty lighthearted in nature. Uh, from Rich uh, DeChamps. I think it might be French. I don't know. Fragile. It is the season. <laughs> if they win a Super Bowl, I'll get cousins with chains tatted on my left cheek. Not kidding. Question for you two. I'm not answering this one. Wait, is this your question or the No, this, the is, this is well, this is off of Rich Day Champs or oh, the Champs okay. comment yeah. about getting ink on his left cheek if the Vikings win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Vikings win the ship. You guys getting some ink? Oh. I would feel like too much of a poser. I'm, you know, I haven't been as indoctrined into the Vikings as others. Otherwise, I would. I love me some tats. I've got three myself. Uh, would like to get more, but I feel like I need to reserve that first sports one for my hockey boys. I got to wait until a Stanley Cups one. Something small, but uh, Otherwise, I would. I'm all. I support the ink. I support it all. I just would feel people would be like, "Oh, you must be a huge, 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 huge Vikings fan." I was like, "Yep." For a little while, I have been. So you know, being honest with it, uh, Thor, you you getting? I can see a face tattoo, maybe of some sort. I I can see a big old neck tattoo from yeah. Thor. Oh, you yeah, skull. Yeah, maybe, maybe if maybe a face one. But yeah, we'll 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 have to see how we go with that. But yeah, the the, the fella he reminds me of uh, Henry Winkler and Waterboy when Mama told him not to get the Roy <laughs> yeah. Orbison tattoo. But what Mama don't know won't hurt her. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll get the Viking one, and maybe I'll get an accompanying one on my left cheek too. And just another shout out to that gentleman who came to our live show at the yes. Minnesota State Fair. I was thinking about this gentleman when the question <laughs> popped up. Yes, who has a tattoo 
of the Vikings on his was his chest or his stomach? It was all over his abdomen, basically. The and whole then, space. And then this same gentleman who made the conscious decision to get a gigantic Vikings tattoo on his abdomen and stomach also then told us, ah, the Vikings are going to go 7 and 10. <laughs> Bad take by that guy. Yeah, bad bad take by uh, stomach tattoo guy. Okuni asks, "Why does it feel like Jesse secretly is a Packers fan?" Yeah, good take. There was defend yourself, Pierce. Defend yourself. There was something that came up today, and I was like, "I know people think I'm a Packers. I really am not. I swear Mm -hmm. on that. Like I said, I like cheese and I like beer. That's about the you know as close as I can get." But, uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'm not. I swear. I swear. We'll launch an internal investigation yeah. so the listeners out there feel comfortable with it. I love that you yeah. said that, Thor, because I was about to say the exact same thing. I think an internal review will be happening. And, yeah, you know, the, right. the social medias will be scoured. I'll They'll provide be... all my all my paper. I mean, I, I have thrown rocks at Wisconsin, if you guys recall. Um, this in, is what a closet Packer fan would say, Jesse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I want you to think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's close with this. Are you ready? This being time now for the before we die crew to give us their before we dies. So I think I have the best one ever. So I'm going to start with it. Chipotle is is pretty hard. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Best one that I've ever had. Nothing can beat the (laughs) Chipotle take. I'm still getting Twitter notifications about your Chipotle take that I got looped in on Thor. Uh, I got a. Yeah, you know, so like the Jets, obviously they have some song and it closes with the J E T S Jets, 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 yada yada yada. By the way, did Fireman Ed finally disappear? That was the most annoying guy on the face of the earth. Oh yeah, that is guy is annoying. Okay, I hope I think, so. I don't think know. he might be gone. I mean, not uh, from the earth. I just want him gone. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't want him dead, or I don't want him sick or hurt. Yeah, yeah, no. Just to uh, clarify. No, Fireman Ed. I hope you're yeah. okay. You're just yeah. a really annoying fan. Yes. Um. I Jesse, when the wild score, what what song are what song are we using now? When the wild score, shout. Are we back? Yeah, which is awful, by the way. They need to they need to mix Wait, that really? up. I mean, I actually my favorite was um. The, what was the, uh, what was the original one when we would just go uh, crowd chant? Loved it. I love it. Crowd that, chant, and yeah, then they did fine. Prince for a bit, yeah. which I think is probably appropriate. It's cliche. Yeah. Let the why don't Why don't they do the the Rick Vaughn Wild thing? It, it's wild a perfect time. It's they're the name. Does that get you wild. amped? Does that make you feel yes. like you scored a goal? Please. Did you ever see when Rick Vaughn was running in from the bullpen? Oh, when he yeah, when and he they were came just back going out. Nuts. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he had yeah, that he fresh haircut in the specs. Oh uh, yeah, they started playing wild. Thing people started losing their mind in that stadium. <laughs> That's what we got to do when we, when we score the goals. Jesse, you can pass that along. That one's free, Wild. I'll take that to Billy Here, G. Let him know that you guys have thoughts. And, yeah, you uh, do that. Here's what, what he I got for you guys. For all the uh, Paul McCartney and Wings fans, from now on, before I die. Exactly. This one's for all the Wings fans and my best Paul McCartney. Uh, when the Jets score touchdowns at home, they should be playing uh, Paul McCartney and Wings Jet. Mm. Woo, woo, Jet. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not Jets, but you know what? It would be a good use of the song. Sure. Somebody yeah. else take it away, and I'll turn my mic off for the rest of the show. <laughs> I feel so bad. I was so excited. We're like, uh-huh. That was. Why? Well, I, I don't know. That I, was can almost I don't almost remember the funny faces. I don't either. I still don't know that song. I, I, I just don't know it. All right. Uh, Thor, please Jet. save us with something else. <laughs> Um, well, actually, it's funny Ross brought up the Chipotle thing because I actually have an update. Um, Stop. Be- 
Well, it's did it's, Mr. Uh, Chipotle personally reach out to you? It's like a pre, it, maybe it's a precursor to the final episode, the final chapter. Before I die, I'm getting those Chipotle points back. I, 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 oh. I yes, I, I, I taught my uncle had seen the 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 part about the Chipotle thing, and he did a deep dive into their terms of service, and he has given me the entire playbook of how I'm going to go about getting them Chipotle points. I, <laughs> I start this week. And I'm going after my Chipotle points, and I'm going to get them back. And I will update you guys once we do. Uh, by the Very way, if the terms of service, uh, just a quick shout out to anybody uh, who has the Netflix machine, which I think is 90% of the population. Along the lines of what you just talked about, Thor, there's a Netflix documentary. One? Yeah, Pepsi, yeah. Where's My Jet? Fantastic. That's awesome. Yes, I watched that. That's so good. That so was good. so good. Brought back some great nostalgia, and I did legitimately remember the commercial. Didn't yep. ever know there was a controversy, but I do remember the commercial. <laughs> Who yeah, thought that was real? Who thought they were going to buy a jet with shit? That's so good. You know, you know what, though? Still if you don't put it in the fine print, it's your fault. I mean, that is advertising yeah. 101, ladies and gentlemen. Like, there was no fight. Like, come on now. Come that, on. Judge, that judge was crooked. That judge was crooked. <laughs> oh, Before gosh. I die, I'm going to get her thrown off Big. the appellate courts or whatever you do. I Big got a Pepsi. Do it. Big oh, Pepsi. Thor's That's just taking down all the in. big dogs. Yeah. Yeah, just that lady. Maybe Elon, too, for me after Crazy. that. Just see what's going on there. You're going to get me fired up again about that Pepsi guy. <laughs> Give him his jet. <laughs> uh, my before we die, people are going to recognize that I am the same person in Bard on Beauties and vice versa. Three times this week, I have people finally make that connection like, wait. That's and I was called a lady, which I don't appreciate. I am not lady material, first of all, in number of ways. But they're like, hey, that's the same lady that's in the bar down beauty. She's also on score north and vice versa. And it is me. It's the same. I'm probably never this dressed up for uh for the beauty. But... No, you made Thor and I I mean, I never look good, I'll be honest. I'm short, dumpy, slightly overweight, bad hair. You know, everything I everything I wear came from a discount outlet. Yeah. But you know, you, you certainly made me look even worse, and I'm well, not that's happy why, about that. I mean, game days, baby. That's this is the game day look. I, I tend I, to do a little bit more. This only requires a two thirds vote, and I think I have Thor's approval. Yeah. Thor, what if we now start referring to Jesse Pierce as Lady Jesse Pierce? No. <laughs> God, if, 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 it will ups- if it will upset her, cosign. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Those aye. Those opposed, say nay. Whatever. Motion that carries. Just, that two just to re- one. The fact that I am above you guys, you are below me, that's fine with me. I will take that route. I will take the high road, quite literally, the high throne. Uh, okay, Debbie Green, get on that high road. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this week's uh, Purple Dailies Before We Die on Score North. I'm Jesse Pierce. He's Thor Nystrom. He's Ross Brundle. We thank you guys for joining us each and every Monday and Thursday to talk Minnesota Vikings. I believe Thor is frozen, but I'm just going to continue this crap here. <laughs> um, perfect. You guys are awesome. Don't forget to drop down your hottest Viking stakes. What do you guys think of the episode? Thank you for giving us a shot. Thank you for enjoying and indulging in us as always. And uh, oh, he's unfrozen. Oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> My internet literally just blipped out. Were you guys talking crap about me? No. Yeah, uh, you're, never. You're, okay. You'll have to walk, watch back to see how you froze. It was awesome. <laughs> It's again. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week. We will catch you on okay. Monday. Go Vikings. No skull, baby. Oh, Thor? Hear us. Skull Vikings. Go Vikings. <laughs> Bye, guys.